Friday night, it is Geelong taking on GWS here in Perth. Bizarre as it is, but it's going to be a ripping game and with a big crowd, which is going to be great for both teams. One man who knows what's about to be in finals action for the Cats is Harry Taylor, of course, and he joins us from his hometown up on the Crayfish Coast. Of course, he's preparing for his own preliminary final on the weekend, but I'm sure he'll be getting amongst the Geelong boys and having a watch as they take on the Giants on Friday night. Harry, are you excited for the Cats? Yeah, I am, mate. It's um, it's very exciting for WA to uh, get the opportunity to watch some some finals footy, albeit um, unfortunately without West Coast and Freo being there. But I mean, it's it's a great time of the year when there's finals on, and to have it in Perth is just unbelievable. It's uh, you know one of those once in a lifetime type experiences that potentially the grand final, preliminary finals are all going to be played um, in the west part of Australia, which is very, very exciting. They looked very weary against Port Adelaide last week, albeit it was in Adelaide, so it was a home game for the best part with a home crowd for Port Adelaide. But they looked weary, and you don't normally say that about Geelong, but to kick five goals in a final and so many good players down, it was hard to watch. Yeah, it was. I uh, Like a lot of Cats fans, probably were watching um, a little bit angrily on the t- watching at the TV, yelling a few things and whatnot, but... <laughs> Um, I think uh, they probably just haven't come in with great form, albeit were fantastic for probably um, half to three quarters against Melbourne. Um, but yeah, probably just looked a little bit flat to start the game. And unfortunately, statistics show in AFL footy, if you're three goals down or thereabouts at quarter time, um, the chances of winning are severely reduced. So uh, really important to go out and start well this week. And they can start well. Dangerfield down, Selwood down, Hawkins was down, Lockie Henderson was down. I mean, to have so many, Guthrie was down, so many good players down on the one night, you, that doesn't happen two weeks in a row when it comes to the Cats. No, it doesn't. Um, that's That's been one fantastic part of the Geelong culture. They don't lose too many games in a row, certainly don't lose too many big finals in a row, um, albeit, you know, haven't won the first one all that often, but certainly haven't lost the second one all that often either. So, um, I guess that that is a positive for the Cats fans out there, and I know the team. Uh, yeah, they're settled in well in their hotel. They're um, you know trying to prepare as best they can. I think they've been doing some training down at East Freo Oval, mm. which, is, uh, which is good for them. And uh, yeah, they're probably enjoying some vitamin D, which you don't tend to get too much <laughs> of over in Victoria this time of year. And you talk about East Fremantle, of course. Well, they're they're one of the four waffle teams in the competition. H, so they've probably got that winning that winning feeling around Shark Park. Yeah, they've been outstanding the last few weeks. Um, unfortunately, probably you know just going to miss out on the, or just missed out on the finals. But they're uh, yeah they're they're sort of heading in the right direction. It's a new development happening on field mm. and probably off field as well. So um, some exciting times for the shark supporters who have probably been uh, deprived of you know finals action. Certainly um, big finals action for a long period of time now. Bit of a left field one for you, Harry. Harry Taylor, our guest, of course. We're talking about Geelong taking on the Giants. Bit of a left field one. There's speculation uh, surfacing that Brian Cook, who's about to depart, of course, Geelong after doing a wonderful job, and you would have had a lot to do with Cookie over the journey, and what a wonderful uh, uh, administrator he has been for the Cats. But speculation, his name's been linked to possibly being at Carlton. And do you think um, what would he bring? And and was he a, was he a player's CEO, or was he was there a distance between uh, the playing group and the front office? Yeah, he, he was a fan. I mean, a fantastic operator. Clearly, his his uh, uh, off-field operations have been fantastic for a long period of time now across two clubs. Um, he probably wasn't, um, you know, that close to the players. Albeit there's certainly a few that he had a pretty good relationship with, but would wander down to the footy department and, um, you know, 
have a chat, really open and honest sort of guy. I could really easily talk to, to Cookie about anything. But um, we'd be on the flights most times to most of the games, you know, floating around in the cafeteria or the um, sort of bar area, wherever you do your food and, and, and stuff is. But, yeah, he, he's just a, a really smart individual who's very values-driven, and that's one thing that I certainly learned from him, the, the value of having great values and then actually bringing them to life. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I hadn't, I hadn't heard about what he might do. I know he's... Um, you know, pretty comfortable down the coast and loves his swimming and whatnot. So mm. as long as there's somewhere he can swim in the morning, yeah. <laughs> um, he'll probably, yeah, he, he might be a chance. Yeah, very true. And he gets across for the Rottnest Island swim most years as well. He's done that numerous times. Last one for you. Uh, whoever wins here on Friday night between Geelong and GWS, and I'm sure you'll be in the crowd cheering loudly, um, can they make a dent on the on the premiership or do you think it might be a bridge too far and we're still looking at sort of a Port Adelaide, Melbourne sort of scenario? Yeah, that's what that's what it would seem like from afar. But one thing I know about finals, um, and certainly the last few, is just anything can happen um, in these bigger games. It, it seems one thing the AFL have done so well over the last probably five years, certainly um, the last part of my career, was just the evenness of the competition. Mm. I mean, this year we had teams fighting for the top of the ladder. We had teams fighting at the bottom end of the ladder. And then we also had right in the middle teams trying to make that sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth and tenth spot up. So um, all the equalisation measures that the AFL have worked really hard on, I think they're coming to fruition now. Um, and that carries over to finals. We saw Richmond lose last year. We lost against Port Adelaide. And then uh, we both ended up playing each other in the grand final. So um, I think it's uh, certainly uh, one of those times when anything is possible, regardless of where you are, in the eight or where you are in the four and you've just got to bring your best game and you've got to start big finals well. That's certainly one thing that he's going to hold true for the next 150 years. No doubt. Who are the Rams playing in the preliminary final on the weekend? Uh, we've got railways who are a pretty good side. They're well drilled and uh, Jared Garlett, who spent a bit of time in Perth playing for West Coast and the back half of the year is likely to come back up too. So pretty exciting for GNFL footy. We've got some some good players running around and, um, yeah, it's been some great games for sure. It has been a wonderful season and uh, you've had a big part of that. How many goals have you uh, snuck through? How many sausages have you scored this year? Uh, 80, about 83 or 4. A bit of controversy with uh, a couple of times who uh, who got put down. But, um, yeah, with, with East Rio and the state game and a few other things, I'll be around about 90. So... Couple of hopefully a couple more games left, mm. and it'd be great to get close close to the hundred. Yeah, fantastic. Well, it's great to have you back in to the imprint of WA football up there at the GNFL, and uh, of course uh, down at East from Allen and your role through the district as well. Appreciate your time, mate. Always good to chat, and uh, go the Mighty Cats on Friday night here at Optus Stadium. Thanks very much, Goss. Cheers. There's Harry Taylor joining us, Geelong legend. He knows all about winning and losing big games, and he is a superstar, and good luck to him on the weekend, and good luck to everyone up there on the Crayfish Coast as the Rams take on Railways. This is Sporting Goss.